Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. His belly is that you? <laughs> Featuring Sarah's belly again. Right. Okay. Hey, Slam. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome back to Amalia Voices. We've been away for a while. I'm here with Nafisa and Selena. Say hi, guys. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. You guys don't sound enthusiastic at all. And you've been doing your overrated and underrated all week. <laughs> Why are you lying? Because it's the end of the day, so I just don't have that much energy. You know, I've had a long day, you know. I went to the protest at my at a mosque. And <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Inside a scoop. <laughs> no. Selena, um, reporter on the ground. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't listened to our overrated, underrated session before, we basically list three things that are overrated and three things that are underrated per person. So we're going to start with, who are we going to start with? Selena. Okay, Selena, I need three things that are overrated from you. I'm going to have to explain them, yeah? Yeah. Group meals as a way to catch up. Wow. Um, avocados. Wait, ma'am, excuse me. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> you need to explain yourself. What, what's it, what have you got against... Um, Do you know what? The I've fact just... that Sarah's stuttering. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with group meals. Like, you know, people have done it for events and, you know, meetups and let's catch up with 10 people around a table. And it, it, it's not nice. It's, it's just not um, nice. The way, you know, the food doesn't come on time. Somebody's food comes, someone doesn't. Then you do the awkward, oh, should, should we eat or should we wait? And then you wait and your food's dead and dry. And then inevitably you only ever speak to one person because the other person's turned around speaking to the other person. Mm. And then you speak to the person opposite you. So really, you go to a meal with 10 people and you only speak to two people. It's odd that people think it's efficient, isn't it? It's like the complete opposite. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's horrible. And then you always inevitably have a horrible waiter. Somebody's plate of food doesn't come out. And then there's that person that turns up so late where people are about to leave. Oh. And it's like, wow, you don't really care about the friendship. <laughs> and then there's the awkward bit about the paying. Inevitably, there's someone that never pays. Do you feel, oh, that's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's you know, when you first said it, I was like, huh? But as you explained yourself, I have to It's nice agree. to say, oh yeah, I went to dinner with rare, 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 rare. And then I spoke to one person and all the exchange was, hey, oh, did you have a good night? What? Did you have a good night? We were in the same place. So my next overrated is avocados based on a bit of research that I've been doing. Oh, come with stats and figures. No, you know what? No, before this was, before underrated, overrated. When something becomes popular, I, w- I like to walk away from it sometimes. So you're trying to say you were eating avocados before I that? don't want to be a part of the problem in terms of <laughs> overconsumption and putting pressure on supply chains. Now, this is getting boring. But everyone that has eats avocado or a lot of people who eat avocado do it in the name of being a vegan or do it in the name of being healthy, etc. But you're not looking beyond that. We've put so much pressure now on the supply chain that uh, avocados are actually treated like gold. And one of the biggest exporters of avocados is Mexico. Like, it's actually dangerous to be an avocado farmer. So I do not want to be that person. <laughs> Why are you laughing, guys? I'm laughing because Sarah's laughing. 
Imagine getting pumped off because you're an avocado farmer. No, but you know what? Saying that, I read an article yesterday and it was talking about how in Australia there's become a black market for avocados. And everyone's sitting there in the UK thinking they're living this eco-ethical lifestyle. And I just think sometimes we need to think a little bit deeper behind the fads. We need to think a little bit deeper about what we're doing and really the impact that it's having. But yeah, avocado farming, man. And do you know how much water is needed for one avocado tree? How much? Many liters. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm just saying, like mass cultivation of anything mm. leads to pressure on like the water supply. I think it's also quite wasteful because nine times out of ten, your avocados big. It's so true. Um. Just to let you know, the avocado market is actually controlled by a drug cartel known as the Caballeros. Templarios, otherwise known as the Knights Templar, whatever that means. Yeah, that's like a sect of the Crusaders. No. Are you sure? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, guys. What's your next one? Um, okay, my next overrated, it's quite a quick, simple one, is Google. Yes, I oh, is it? Um, I think Google is overrated based on the fact that I found it alternative. Um, I found something called Ecosia. Okay. So with Ecosia, mm-hmm. amazing. Well. I've been, you start. I've started using it, and for basically uh, every forty-five searches, a tree is planted. <gasps> Hello. What a beautiful idea. Exactly, and I feel like if we're gonna be on the internet, if we're gonna be doing this this stuff, then there needs to be some barak in it. So instead of um, is it just as efficient as Google? Yeah, so far it's been fine. Like I don't see any difference. Um, and they've got some really cool projects. Like, I, am I allowed to talk about their projects? They've got because, like, restoring yeah, coast- sponsor us? <laughs> restoring coastal forests and natural corridors, um, changing farms from cocaine to cocoa, uh, providing alternatives to palm oil. Like, imagine you just googling. Like, googling stuff is contributing to a better planet. How do you spell it? E C O S I A. I don't know. It's going to take me a lot to get off that Google. That was a you know. curveball, but it, you to be honest, it. It, oh, it looks alright. It's fine. <laughs> See, there have been thirty-five million trees planted by Ecosia since I it started. I haven't used the desktop version of the mobile, <coughs> but um, I don't know. You know, I get anxiety whenever Bing comes up. <laughs> oh, I don't think. I don't think it's going to take me a while. I know tree. There's an incentive for sure. At least Ecosia Google, looks like, nice. Bing just looks like. Yeah, it, it looks so know, nice. Do you want to see it? It's got like farm animals at the bottom. Nice. Right, if you suck. My first overrated mm-hmm. is a show that has been around for many, 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 many years. So that means you're going to offend many, many, many people. <laughs> I don't think she is. I think I know what it is. And I think a lot of people are going to agree with her, even loyal fans. loyal fans. And this. it was on TV growing up. And everyone knows the theme tune. And it is called Friends. I feel like if Friends had come out in today's context on Netflix as a series and as a show, no one would watch it. It wouldn't get ratings. People would always be like, why is it also an all white cast? I can't actually remember if there was any people of colour in the show. Was there? There was uh, Dave. No, what's his name? (laughs) The one that was a professor. Ross, Ross, not Dave. Ross is Ross had what? a girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, she did. He did. Okay. okay but I don't but think still... any of the women ever dated black men or yep, Asian it men. It still stands. Or... It still stands. And I, it wasn't funny, guys. I feel like we watched it more because of the nostalgia and because there's nothing else on TV. Like the funniest thing was Joey making his jokes. Joey doesn't share food or what or how are you doing or whatever it was. It's actually not that funny. I have to agree with you, but. 
I disagree with it not ever being funny. There was a time where I really cracked up. Okay, I was never. Can I just so say for the record, I don't life? have a. <laughs> yeah, no, excuse I think me. you were cracking up relative to what was going on. No, 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 no. <laughs> excuse me. I know you guys don't think I'm dry. <laughs> and when I woke up to go to school, I like to watch Friends reruns on Channel Four. No, I don't understand why it's still being rerun now. It's not. They took it off. Is it? Yeah, and I often mark that as the day that TV collapsed completely wow. because no, Friends was keeping it, as it going the day for a while. TV got woke. Nah, sorry. I realised that Friends is. I'm not, not saying that it's like the creme de la creme of comedy or anything, but compared to what was churned out like during my later teens, I don't know if anybody watches The Big Bang Theory. I pray for you. <laughs> I think you're right. A friend and I were watching it when we found out it was on Netflix. We were really excited. Friends is on Netflix. Friends is on Netflix. And that's why that's why it's got so much hype around how Netflix how poor call. it is now. Because yeah. um, Oh, is there yeah, hype around this? Yeah, because I a, a I bunch was pioneering of pioneering in my no, opinion. <laughs> no, like so basically Asian Z have got access to Friends now because yeah. they like and they were like, This is rare, 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 and this is rare, rare, rare. Like they're like pointing out all of the things wrong with it. So I feel not like only is it not funny, so many things we also glossed over that were probably really problematic. We don't even know what they were because we we just went in that context. No, but the funny thing is, I don't even watch TV as like a, a like a hobby. Yeah, mm. and we were watching it and thinking, oh, the whole thing is problematic. Like yeah. how many tendencies? We just sort of looked at ourselves and we were like, rah, like have we been like have we been that conditioned? Seems- like, but we don't even engage really on. But you know, having said that, perhaps we were engaging at a time where. Frankly, we weren't woke, or frankly, we didn't have. We were a bit too young. Mm. To I'm surprised you maybe, didn't bring your maybe. friend up in this. What, Iman? Yeah, <laughs> mate, I I hated Friends because of her. She watched it all. I I love Iman, but I hated the fact that she watched Friends all the time. No, you How can't bash you it completely. How are going to watch an episode again and again and laugh again at the same <laughs> point again on cue? What's your second overrated? <laughs> My second overrated. Say <laughs> your chest. Millionaire mindset Instagram. Whew. The subculture on social media that is all around. Millionaire mindset. Buy my ebook. I'll send it to you. Do my webinar. Get rich. Six figures. Da, da, da. I'm going to keep this short, yeah? <laughs> because my biggest discrepancy with this is if you were really a millionaire, you wouldn't be flogging these PDF ebooks. Excuse yeah. me. Do you know how much money they make? Yeah, no. I don't deny that there's like the 1% of millionaire minds at Instagram who actually have made money from this. But then have also made other people feel like, oh, you can also be millionaire minds at Instagram from just posting some quotes every day saying, hustle hard, hustle hard, blah, 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 blah. My wider issue, which is also known as... <laughs> He's everyone knows them, images. which is why I hesitate so much because we all know that person. But you know what? What <laughs> advice would you give to these people? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Because I also feel like the deeper thing around millionaire mindset Instagram and social media and all these lot is that they actually don't take into account race and class. And I'm going to go there because they do this whole like you can do it, blah, 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 blah. It's Brendan all down made to 10, you. 10,000 per hour. Yeah. But the, and they, uh, they behave in like a vacuum and I feel like they mm. do a lot of what 1% feminism does, which is corporate feminism, which totally ignores structural barriers that women face in boardrooms and in workplaces Mm. and just make it all about you and the individual you. And then if you don't make it, you just blame yourself and you just go into a dark hole. So yeah, I think Millionaire Mindset, Instagram, that whole vibe is just really overrated. I also feel like it preys on quite vulnerable mindsets. You don't think there's anyone there 
because I just find the whole subculture cringe. There's there's cringe, and then for some people it, it's just wrong because they're like charging three hundred pounds yeah, for that. a webinar, mm. and the the reality is some of the audience that are attracted to them are financially unstable, and they're seeing these millionaire mindset webinars as like the silver bullet that is going to make them this six figure income. And and I know a millionaire mindset in, millionaire mindset person who makes these like courses and stuff and he said to me once he said listen i'm gonna put these courses out and this is a revelation coming (laughs) you're gonna say this on record he said he said i'm gonna put the courses out and he's like the reality is most people won't finish them and then what will happen is they'll blame themselves rather than blaming me and then they'll see it as a flaw within them rather than the system i don't part of me doesn't think that it's completely wrong but i think they do exploit people for sure yeah i don't i don't think i can't i can't say that they're all wrong but they are all cringe um (laughs) and then there's a subsection of them who are very clearly exploiting (coughs) people yeah the thing is i've I've seen people directly be affected by this which is also why you don't want to call out any names but you've heard (laughs) you've heard people that have been directly affected to you know actually get out of the hole that they're in Mm. and this i feel like it started with millionaire mindset instagram and then we have millionaire muslim mindset instagram and it's this whole Mm. like muslims trying to sell this webinar life and Mm. it's just what but but motivational spaces is still all right yeah motivational spaces i get because don't sell it as like i'm gonna make you six figures um all right give us your third one my third one is a bit outdated as a news headline, mm. but still very relevant um, for the lessons that we can learn from it. And it is a Saudi women's driving ban. I think it's overrated because it's very important to know that while women were given the right to drive, um, a lot of the activists who worked to make that happen were still in prison. Mm. And, you know, it, it makes us us look at feminism, quote unquote, and... Um, liberation of women we need to look at it more holistically that when women are winning which women are losing basically Mm. Um, I feel like there was a lack of nuance around Mm. that ban and part of it was because of media so quick to just jump on it Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But do you think Western media was there trying to jump on it or highlight something positive coming out of Saudi? Because they don't really get a lot of I think it coverage. was doubled up. I don't think you can mm. pull them apart. And mm-hmm. not only that, like, you know, it, there was the other stories. You know, some of the main activists around it, they went into exile because mm-hmm. they were being hounded. 
um the other side of the coin was yeah you can drive but do you know how much how expensive driving lessons are they're 10 times or six times more than the cost of a man driving so then effectively it's only for the elite yeah. it's only for the people it's like when people it. talk about women getting the right to vote mm. actually it was a partial yeah. right to vote because you know someone like me wouldn't have been able to vote if i was i think it had to be 30 you had to be married in xxxxx mm. um so yeah i think sometimes these things are like held and held without really talking about the deeper issues do you think it fits into that whole this is the ideal of what western liberation looks like mm. So it's it's still a it's still a positive thing to have been highlighted, but bittersweet, maybe. Yeah, don't positive, forget the, but yeah, yeah, I think it's important to recognise mm. the wider context. That's and that's me with my overrated. Guys, I'm going to be back in a sec. Is it? Yeah. Want to interrupt the flow? Did you like that? All right, thanks for your overrated, guys. Can I get your underrated now, please? Who am I starting with, Selena? So the first thing to mention with underrated is. Foraging, I guess this relates slightly to my whole avocado avocados being overrated as well. Obviously, the certain foods that we eat because of the nutritional benefit. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? The certain foods we eat because of the nutritional benefit. Oh, I think foraging is so underrated. And I don't mean like, you know, your foraging is a hobby. I actually think we should all be foraging for food. Do you know what? I feel like a lot of people won't even know what foraging is. That's how underrated it is. So I feel like you need to define it for the audience. Okay, so basically there are things that are probably in your back garden, in your parks, you know, things that are growing basically in our local area that you can eat. Like, for example, at the moment, um, rose hip, very high in vitamin C. No way. Yeah. In our back gardens. Yeah. You know roses? That little bud. And then the That's rose bud. hip. Excuse me. Why am I paying 18 pounds for Trilogy rose hip oil? Yeah, no, no. But can it cut Selena. What? Be honest. What? What happened when you tried to make rose hip okay, oil? Okay, it's hard to make. Extract the oil from it. You look You know, she, when you go down the street with Selena, she'd be like, I can cook that. I can cook that. I can cook that. Can I have your second underrated, please? I saw a post by the magnificent Wags. If you don't know Wags, you know Halima of Wags um, and many other things. Um, she asked her Instagram community, "What? how do you get motivated, basically? And, you know, even me, like there's been points in my life where I'm like, oh, I need, you know, I need that inspirational quote to get my day started. Um, seek joy and you know whatever it is or whether it, you know for everyone it's a different thing it might be an inspirational quote you might want to hear somebody's story um, you might want those quotes that you know tell you to really work hard and graft and go for it nothing else can be understanding your purpose in this dunya mm. and there's one book that I carry with my carry um, and I read pretty much every day and there's one section that I read every day because we need motivation every day you know, and I think some of the things that we seek motivation for from are so temporary. That's where you keep running out of fuel. Mm. That's where you keep actually losing the will to start your passion project or start whatever it is. But I really think if you understand why you were created and who created you, that will fully fuel you. Mm. And um, you need to read. I'm going to read it. Yeah. So. You know, we were created for two main reasons. Well, wait, what's the name of the book? Is it Agenda to Change? Mm. Agenda to I Change Our Condition. Book. Hamza mm. Yusuf and Zaid Shah here. Mm. Um, so there's a section in the book. It's on page seven. I literally, I read it every day, guys. Mm. And it pertains to my work, pertains to me being a mother, 
a daughter, a friend, uh, activist in the community, all the different roles that we hold. And the first is to worship Allah, which is only completed with inward purity. And in the Quran, 98, no, I'm not going to say that bit. <laughs> in the Quran, it says they were only commanded to worship Allah with purity, making the religion solely for him. And the second reason is to cultivate the world. Mm. He brought you forth from the earth and has caused you to cultivate it. And cultivation here means to, and this isn't my words, cultivation here means to sow seeds that produce both temporal fruits as well as eternal ones. And I think just on that point, mm. know that some of the things that you do, there will be like things, uh, there will be instant effects. And some actually, you will never see the effects yourself. We live in a time of instant gratification, which also, you know, affects the things that we do. We want to see the fruits of our labor right now. But no, some things will go down as Sadhaka Jariya for us. So such cultivation entails building schools, hospitals, farms, roads, bridges and cities towards wherein Allah is worshipped and the sanctity of the earth is preserved. In order for us to realize our God-given potential within our lifetimes, we must break the cycle of stagnation by adopting methods that have proven ineffective at fulfilling our responsibilities as people committed to Islam. So I really think if you're able to remind yourself of your purpose and who you are and who created you, and that's not going to come in a day. You know, it will be an incremental thing every single day. Like, who is Allah? Why did the rab, why did your Rabb create you? Like, what was your purpose? That will, honestly, it will give you food for thought. It will give you real motivation, not temporary motivation. Yeah, I suppose so, it will relieve a lot of people as well from the pressures of dunya. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just think like every other form is a bit overrated and we sometimes we underrate the fact that we have Islam. Um, Again, this just might just be me being a mum and that because obviously I don't think people know that I'm a mum or maybe they do. I think they do. Um, I think commuting with children is hugely underrated. Like, you know, alhamdulillah, I don't drive. I intend to, but for the most part of... Uh, the four and a half years that I've been a parent I have commuted everywhere and it served us really well and I've I'm a bit fed up I think of people saying oh you commute with two kids you know when are you gonna drive I'm like I'm not getting to the place like before you I like it's not a problem it's fine so this is a personal rant I think but what is it about commuting is it just you get to spend time with the kids yeah or? so like I just think like you know commuting like some journeys are taking you especially if you live in London from half an hour to 40 minutes right standard I kind of don't want to just be driving and not mm. doing anything. Mm. We were saying it to enough was even saying it as someone who's not a parent. You know, when you commute, you can you've got two hands free to read a book. I love reading to listen to a podcast and really think about it. To sit and do thicker on the train. Mm. To actually use that time to do something. And I think sometimes commuting is underrated in terms of being a parent and having children. It's not difficult when you you know what you're doing. So for my underrated, I've got two Muslimic ones and one non-Muslimic one. My first underrated, I think I'm going to keep it short and sweet, is Eid al-Adha. It, it just is such massively, an underrated Eid. Massively. It's such an underrated Eid. Like, it, it literally just comes, goes in a blink. No one really prepares for it. No one really, like, no one really, even I was reading something on Amalia and they were like they were even questioning whether they should take the day off mm. because it was just they're like oh it's midweek no my mum said to me once 
I was sitting on the stairs waiting for my Eid present. She's like, no, we only give presents on the first Eid. Right, <laughs> See, it's like ac- across the board. It's, it's just not really. A lot happens. Actually, it's, yeah, as we've been learning, <laughs> so much happens, you know. All right, give and, us a give us a, a snippet then. Oh, why are you testing us? Stop testing me. I mean, even the, the, the even Hajj, Dhul Hijjah, the whole Mount Arafat, the fasting you can do, all this, all the rewards that you can gain mm. in these 10 days before Eid, you know. Like you were saying today, we should be treating it like the like we do the last 10 days of Ramadan. Yeah. But no one really even like deeps what is happening in this build-up towards Eid. Or what happened Eid. in our history. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Should I move on? All right. My second underrated, and I think this is also one of those things which people compare to Marmite, is... TK Maxx. What? Do you think Jumble it's Jumble sale. <laughs> Jumble sale. I just never thought anybody would sit and think about whether TK Maxx was underrated. Do you know what? Rated. The only reason I've I've done that is because when I've said how much I like it, people have been like, what the heck? I never walk into TK Maxx. It's so jarring. What do you even do in there? I don't understand how it works and all of those things. And in their defense, I understand because TK Maxx themselves felt compelled to put out a YouTube video titled how to shop in tk maxx so it's clear that it's a problem and it's clear that there is a um it's clear that it's not very clear i don't understand is tk maxx deep i thought it was just like a discount store for like yeah but bigger brands have you ever been to the homeware section yeah you know know. what i was gonna bring props in but they were just too heavy you know yeah um my third underrated and I feel like I'll get a little bit of slack for this because I have tweeted it to test the waters and I did get a few comments oh, I know. questioning what I was trying to say. R word. No? I word. No? Okay, go on. I feel like Salafis are underrated and Selena's <laughs> eyes are really wide open right now so I would like to explain myself. Wait, you've said Saudi. You've said Salafi. <laughs> when did Salaf- you say Saudi's? Oh, no, but I said Saudi... (laughs) No, but let me explain myself because what I'm trying to say is I feel like Salafis get painted all with the same brush Mm. because of certain YouTube personalities. I feel like... Are you going to say any of those personalities? No, I'm not. I I I feel like they get really bad rep and I, I totally understand it and I feel like part of that is because of that YouTube scene and it is because sometimes some of the delivery is just a bit crazy and crazy missing empathy (laughs) missing love missing yeah but this is this is the the problem that i have that muslim communities seem to paint them all in the same brush Mm. while simultaneously complaining that that's what people do to us and call us a monolith but then we look at salafis and we see them as a monolith and all the same and all aggressive and blah 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 and the reason why i have empathy for them is because i feel like they are often treated how we complain about being treated by Mm. non-Muslims. And then secondly, I feel like there's this thing where like you can be really liberal, quote unquote, but if you're too conservative, you're like shunned from the community. And I'm not saying that I'm on either spectrum, but I'm just saying there needs a bit of a little empathy. And I think the other thing is that a lot of the time, Salafis are just confronting issues and holding up mirrors and challenging cultural norms that a lot of us put down to oh it's just a bit of fun or it doesn't hurt anyone or Mm. blah 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 and actually they're just being quite honest with themselves and and saying actually i don't think it's right and this is my reasoning and i think they use the h word 
they will say that is haram yeah yeah <laughs> um and you know what K-word. having said that on that note like when i reflect back to my journey and me coming to islam if it wasn't for the salafi community in south london at a particular mosque i wouldn't be where i am today it was because of their passion and insistence <laughs> that i am where i am yeah so i i feel like then and then and a lot of the comments that I've got on this tweet were like, what, huh, no way, da da mm. And I feel like part of that is because you're painting them all with the same brush yeah. um, and they aren't a monolith in the same way that we keep saying oh, Muslims aren't a monolith, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's an important conversation to have and I think if anybody has any feedback or would like to continue the conversation, they should tweet us in or give us a DM and we can touch on it in our in our next episode. Hey everyone, this is Hanan from London, editor at Amalia. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Amalia Voices. We'd love to get your feedback. So if you want to get in touch or read out next episode's credits, hit us up at a contribute at amalia.com. We've also got a spot open for those of you who want to submit your own voices to Amalia and tell us what you really liked or took away from this episode. You can also find us on Instagram at amalia underscore com and on Twitter at amalia underscore tweets. This episode was hosted and produced by the lovely Sarah Amin. And we'd like to thank Mr. Harry Hitchens for helping us out with equipment and Maria Saad for music. Like, share and subscribe and we'll see you on the next one. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.